Today we're talking about why your pulpit is good for more than just preaching. Coming up here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Focus, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Mike Holmes here at ReachKeep.com. We're so glad to have you with us today. We're covering a controversial topic, and that is the pulpit. What is your pulpit good for? It is good for something beyond preaching, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Very excited to have you on board. If you're here for the very first time, my name is Mike Holmes, and I am the founding pastor here at Sinclair Baptist Church and the author of much of this that you see here on Reach keep and through the our youtube channel glad to have you here we spend time helping local churches flourish and that's what we're all about if this stuff is important to you if this sounds good to you and and you are a uh, uh, you know a connoisseur of help of, of, of making your church better and and creating better sundays than they were the week before and that's sort of our premise then uh, do me a favor and hit the thumbs up button there appreciate that or you could even subscribe here on this channel and we'll get to you every single week here at reachkeep.com channel on YouTube. Also, this is the Better Sundays podcast that goes out on our podcast channel. Very excited to be able to share it on that platform as well. So you can subscribe on Google Play or iTunes or Spotify, however you listen to those things. We're just grateful. We are talking about what the pulpit is good for. And over the next several weeks, we're covering many things that have to do with preaching and teaching and sermon series and all the different things that a pastor has to do uh, in the pulpit, which are a little bit different than just a preacher in the pulpit. And uh, you'll get the gist of that as we kind of go through this. There are uh, some helps that we have made available to you, and one of them that's been very popular is what we call our Sermon Series Planner. It is something to help you if you're planning a sermon series, whether it is going verse by verse through a book or you are doing a topic, uh, you know, uh, using a lot of verses to do that topic. You still need some planning for that so your people know kind of where you're going and what's going on. One of the best ways to get people to come to church is if they know what the pastor's talking about. And and uh, so if you've got that burden to help people come into your church and help them to grow and, and to learn from the things that you're teaching about, then you'll need a sermon series uh, planner type device. And this will help you with all sorts of different things. It's got about 20 or 30 different little points there from helping you to promote it, to kind of putting it in your bulletin, to making sure your logos and, and all your stuff is kind of unified, to putting things on whiteboard, making announcements about your sermon, how to unify some of your sermon applications. Uh, all of that is in the Sermon Series Planner, and that is free for you. You can just go to reachkeep.com and type in, or just reachkeep.com slash, and then put the word planner, and it'll get downloaded uh, automatically right to you. Uh, once you put your email address in there, it goes poof, and then you'll have it, and you'll be able to use it at any level you want, alter it, change it, do what you want, but I know it'll be something that'll be helpful for you. So let's move ahead and talk about what the pulpit is good for. You know, your pulpit pulpit, whether it's a great big wood one, I've been in some that are kind of like almost U-shaped, you kind of step into the pulpit literally, not behind it, but I mean you're like surrounded by it, it goes all the way around. 
I like ones that have places for lots of, uh, you know, books and notes and things like that. I have a lot of notes I like to, to use and object lessons and things there. Uh, some pulpits are, you know, glass or plastic or whatever they call them in this day and age. I'm not crazy about that. Uh, some of them are music stands. That's what we use at our place. It's kind of a very simple type of music stand because we kind of move around a lot. And then also we have, uh, we, we, we kind of take it down, have, you know, people come up and it helps us. We can, we can move it real easy uh, uh, based on the way our auditorium and our configuration is uh, so that works good for us no matter what it is it is the central point of a local church okay uh, you got a front door but that's where people come in you got a back door few people leave out of that you got a you know maybe a fellowship hall that's a great place for uh, good stuff that goes on there all of these things are great but there is nothing more important than the pulpit of the local church it is where everything emanates from and i want to go through and give you the things that are important that come from the pulpit First of all, it is, if you are the lead pastor, you're the main uh, the main person there, you're the big cheese, you're the guy that stands up there and delivers all the time, okay, it is the place where your character comes out. It is the place where you are seen and you are the vessel. Now, we'll get to the preaching in a moment because that's super important, but folks, you got to be the clean vessel, okay? We don't want to, no one wants to drink from a dirty cup, Okay. And it is the most important thing of the pulpit. It is when you stand up there, you understand that you are behind that as, as someone once called it, the sacred desk, and you need to be the sacred mouthpiece. You need to be as holy and as right with God and prayed up and everything as you possibly can be. We do not need inconsistency in the pulpit. We do not need people who are one thing, one where, and then they stand up in the pulpit and they're totally different. You need to be consistent. And it is the place where your character emanates. Now, some of this will come from just your caring and your passion as you as you stand there and make you know your announcements and your preaching, etc. Some of it will come um, from your illustrations as you talk about what you have been through and how God has has worked on you. Some of it will just kind of shine forth. I mean, it's sort of like they talk about Moses. You know, his face was a glow or whatever. It, that needs to happen. I mean, it needs to be a sacred place for you. And so the pulpit is more than, and this is before you've ever preached a word, before you've ever said verse one, you are standing up there as a representative of God, as the leader of a local church, and the pulpit is important for that aspect uh, first and foremost of, of, of all things, I think, that the messenger is pure and right with God. Now, secondly, it would be the message of God. In other words, the pulpit is more is for preaching okay and you have the bible and you are going to be giving out the word of god it is not your opinion it is not your politics uh, you know it is not you know vendettas against people or you know this is stuff along that line it is you taking the word of God and giving the sense, as it says in Nehemiah, you are going to explain it. So in a sense, it's your opinion in that way, but it is not just something that you kind of got a couple verses and, and a couple phrases and then kind of made up and you know went off and something. You are delivering the Bible as given by inspiration by the Holy Spirit. In other words, go back to what did the Holy Spirit mean at that time when he gave it? What's the historical 
historical context, and you know how to do all that, okay? I don't need to get into uh, uh, preaching and exegeting and all that at this point, but it is a very important thing. But number one, you are the clean vessel, and number two, you are delivering the Holy Word of God. That is a the powerful thing. Now, beyond that, I want to give you a couple things that the pulpit is good for, and this is leadership. In other words, the pulpit is not just a place for the Bible to be preached, but it is a place for the local church to be led from. And if you are the senior person in that church, you are the senior guy, you are the one that focuses the leadership. Now, you'll get counsel and you'll get advice and, you know, safety in the multitude of counselors. However you come up with that at your church, I don't know what it is, but it needs to be made clear from your pulpit where the church is headed and where it where it is and where it needs to go. And you are the person who is delivering that type of leadership that everybody is craving for. You know, people want to see a holy man of God, and they want to see consistency. They want to see a wholesome person up there, no doubt about that. People want to be fed from the Word. They want solutions from the Bible. But people also want to be led. They want to know where the church is going in the strategic sense, in the functional sense. What are we doing with all this information that we have, okay? This is a, the, the powerful, powerful thing that you would grab hold of this idea that you are a visioneer. You are a person who takes vision and, 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 and casts it out and gives it to the people, and you're taking people with you. And uh, again, many ways ways to do this. Uh, there's many times uh, there are some good, uh, I've got a couple podcasts you can look at um, on biblical leadership and biblical vision. Uh, you know, is biblical, you know, how do you get your vision from the Bible and, and moving forward? How do you use technology to help you with vision? All sorts of different things. I'll put a link to those uh, in the show notes there so you can take a look at some of that. But, but it is not only the place where the consecrated man of God stands and not only the place where the, the consecrated holy word of God comes from, but it is the place where the vision and the direction of the local church is, is emanated, where all that, what you're doing, okay, what you're doing with what you believe, okay? God put you in that community to make a difference. That is vision, making the difference. How are we going to do that? We're going to do have this kind of program. We're going to do this for the month of February. We're going to do this in June and this summer. We're going to, you know, do this in the fall. We're going to reach out this way. We're going to do this that way. You know, a lot of programmatic kind of things fall into some of that. But that is the vision, where you are going. And the local church pulpit, that center place, is where that is expected to come from. And by the way, if you don't lead from the pulpit, someone else will lead from the pew. In other words, it's going to, someone else will lead if you don't, okay? Uh, that, that happens, okay, in any organization. If you do not have it all together, there will be someone else that kind of, you know, has their little agenda and go in there. And hopefully that's a good agenda. If, if churches sometimes go without pastors, and I praise God for godly deacons and godly people to kind of hold the church together and have some of that vision, okay? That's, that's a good thing, and it needs to happen at certain times in the stage of, of a church's life, but now is the time where you need to bring all those people together 
and you need to get them going. And we talk a lot about leadership here. If this is important to you, make sure you subscribe so you get more things on leadership, okay? And you can go back into Reach Keep and our channel and type in the word leadership. You'll find all sorts of things we have about how you can be a better leader and lead your flock. But your pulpit is where that leadership, the voice of that emanates. The last thing is this whole idea of it, the, the, the pulpit is the fountain of where your, like your values come out. It's the values of the church. And a lot of this is done through uh, you know, the sermon. And a lot of this is done through leadership type, uh, you know, visioneering type of thing. But many, many of your values... Okay, and if and you have like for example, our church has a one of our core values is intimacy with God. Okay, so we're going to drive everybody into the Bible. Okay, it's not three to thrive; it's seven to thrive. Every person in the Bible every day is a goal that we have. We want every person to get into the Bible that comes to our church every single day of the week. That's where we're headed. We want intimate. We want them to have effective devotions. So we teach classes on effective devotions. We want to have you know we have good sermon notes. So people kind of really have something to take at home and kind of mull over the sermon. And the sermon lasts longer than the 30 or 40 minutes it, it goes into the week. And we do Bible studies based on the sermon, okay? So intimacy with God is a core value. Your pulpit needs to have be the place where your values are accentuated and they are brought out. And there is nothing more important than accentuating your values than the application of your preaching. Now, I'm not talking about like the application in the message at the end where you say, and that's what this means, and, and then you have a, you know, a hymn and people come forward or pray or however you uh, close your sermon out. I'm talking about application in another way. Let me say this, and I've, I've shared this over and over and over on this channel. Your preaching is, what you do in the pulpit is what you, your preaching is what you believe. Your announcements, though, are what you're doing about what you believe. Let me say that again. Your announcements are what you are doing about what you believe. You need to have fervent announcements. Now, most pastors, right now you're chuckling, okay? Like, my announcements are the worst part of my sermon, or the worst part of the day. They're the boring part. People never pay attention to them. That's because they're not aligned with your core values. They're just a bunch of little things, a bunch of little busy things that are going on. When you start to make your announcements about your core values, when it becomes the overflow of the values that you have, in fact, we have a rule we try to make is that every announcement that we have, Every item that gets into our calendar, everything that is budgeted in our church needs to be based on our four core values that we have. Okay, we have four specific core values and the budget reflects it, the announcements reflect it, the bulletin reflects it, uh, you know, the calendar, church calendar reflects it. And so thus, we don't have boring announcements. We have exciting application of our sermon and that comes from the pulpit. The pulpit is a place where the primary, most important announcements are made. Now, you can put some of them little trivial things in the bulletin about who's cleaning this week and, you know, who's running the nursery and, you know, whatever's going on. There's some things like that that every organization has to have some type of function. But when you stand up in the pulpit and say, here's what's going on this week, 
It is with passion that you say, we have a Tuesday night Bible study or a Wednesday night meeting on this. And it's not just a routine. It is a passion. It is a goal. It is a core value that we have. And that comes from that central place, that little plexiglass or that little piece of wood or that little piece of music stand, whatever you happen to have, that is where it comes from. So the pulpit is is the place where your character emanates. It's a place where the word of God is brought forth. It is the place where where we take all of that stuff that we have and we create a vision for our church and we lead our people and we're moving and they're going to say man we're doing all this because he talked about it last Sunday from the pulpit. Okay the vision comes from there and then your core values are are like that. The pulpit is like, picture a, a, a spigot on your house. Maybe you got a house uh, that's got an outside uh, faucet. And you turn that little thing and the water comes gushing out, okay? The wa- and you can water your, your flowers, your lawn, you, you know, fill your bird bath, whatever you want to do with that water, okay? But it all comes out of that central thing. That's what the pulpit is. The pulpit is a spigot. <laughs> it's, it's just a, 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 a place where it comes out. And so what is coming out of there is super, super important. And we are going to spend some time over the next several months going over how to make that pulpit the very best it can be, how to make those announcements the best they can be, how to get people intimacy with God you know, through sermon notes and through sermon series. All of those kind of things is what we're going to be spending our time on here at the Reach Keep podcast. And we have a special thing that we're working on right now. It's the fundamentals of uh, that we call the nine fundamentals of a pastor preaching. All of that is, is just some really helpful, healthy stuff uh, that you're going to want to stay tuned to. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you hit a thumbs up there. Make sure you make a comment in the notes below on YouTube. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always contact us. Our uh, number's on the screen here, our, our uh, email address on the screen. Take a look at that. But we are here for you to help your pulpit be the most meaningful little piece of furniture in your, in your church. And not only in your church but in your town, in your community. In fact, there is no little little chunk of square footage that is more important than that little chunk of square footage that you stand behind every Sunday. You stand behind there and lead and you preach and you show your character and you uh, spew out, and spews maybe not the right word, but you, you pour out your, your core values. You put all that stuff out. That little chunk of square footage is so important. And we're going to talk about how to make that the very best it could be at here at the Better Sundays podcast. Every Sunday, better than the Sunday before is what our little motto is. So good to have you here. Again, thumbs up some of that. If you're interested in some of this type of teaching, a little bit more direct where you get involved with Zoom classes with us and some of that, you can go to reachkeep.com academy. Our academy is a place where we have enrolled people, pastors like you, that are passionate about growing their church, and they just need a little bit more than just watching a a little YouTube video here, a little podcast there. You want to get on a screen. You want to get on a a Zoom call. You want to ask questions. You want some personal one-on-one time. The Reach Keep Academy will get you there. And you can go to reachkeep.com slash academy. And if if we're, we're open for enrollment, it will say that. If it's closed, there's a wait list there. We only enroll a certain amount of the time and we're getting ready to have that open again. I'm very excited because I got a lot of people want to come and hop in and we are here to help you succeed and to create flourishing churches. So 
Anyway, thank you very much for spending some time with us here. Again, a thumbs up and a, and a, and a subscribe will do us great. We appreciate that. And we will see you next week at the Better Sundays podcast here at reachkeep.com.